Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 211. Other people don't have opinions, only you do. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. In this episode, I want to talk about other people, um, the experience of other people, other people's opinions, or really the experience of other people's opinions, and how uh, what we're really feeling when we experience someone else and their opinions, it's our experience. Now, even as I say that, I'm cringing a little bit, so you'll notice I'm I'm saying and will say throughout this episode a lot of ours versus theirs or them versus us and you know the whole the whole basis of of what this conversation is going to be about is there really kind of is no them in us really we don't ever experience anything but thought arising we experience what we experience and in that experience is a me is a them is a, these opinions belong to me, is an experience that says those opinions belong to them. And all of that is our dream. So I'll talk from within the dream a little bit because you kind of just have to for this to make sense. But I, I also want to just make that really clear up front that um, as this whole conversation is about us and them and ours and theirs, just know that, that that is all thought, that is all projection. And that's really kind of the point. So what inspired this um, this conversation for me is someone, I, and I, I don't want to give too much of his um, details away, but basically someone I know who um, has experienced for a really long time, like most of his life, some degree of kind of low energy, um, what he what you might call depression. Uh, I don't know, kind of inability to to do a lot of the quote unquote normal things in life because of low energy, low mood. Um, it's been an, an an ongoing issue again for quite a while, um, and this person has seen a lot around this. Like he's seen where his own thinking and judgment on how he feels and expectations and all of that kind of come in like this giant crushing weight and make everything so much worse. And when that's the case, when life is supposed to look a certain way and it isn't looking that way, there's a, a pretty narrow band of experience that's possible. And it's not nice. <laughs> there's a, a very narrow band of this sucks. This should be happening. This is wrong. Uh, and, and, you know, you might feel, a oh, you might feel mildly depressed or crushingly depressed, but when that story's running and it looks true and real, that's kind of your band, right? You might go from a one to a three on the, on the depression scale where, uh, 10 is happy. So, so as experience, and this is all of us, our experience can be pretty narrow. And I think, the beautiful thing about starting to open open our minds and and be curious about this direction that we that we point to here on this podcast is that 
what it tends to do is massively expand what what gets let in. You know, it, it's expansive. That's a great word for it. It's expansive. It's not contracting. So it, that doesn't mean everything's wonderful all the time. Sometimes it means we we are aware of all kinds of stuff that our mind was trying to protect us from and trying to numb numb us away from. So it's not good or bad, right? But it's bigger. It's it's more expansive. So what he has experienced as he's been on to how his mind fights and resists, of course it does, and judges and says, this is how I should be versus this is how I am. A lot of that has loosened up, lightened up a little bit, and his experience is more expansive. So he still has times where he has lower energy than the average person and doesn't feel great. And that might still be a good bit of the time, but it's an easier experience for him. It feels more fluid. It feels less rigid and less fixed and less personal. And that's all beautiful, right? So so things are shifting to some degree there. But what was interesting is this conversation that comes back around often where it's like, okay, but we always have our, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I'm seeing things a little differently and I'm feeling a little bit better. But what about the rest of the people in my life? Because they aren't seeing this differently and, and they don't, they don't get it. And in particular, you know, in this case, his family and friends, like they, they still, according to him, of course, they still look at him and say, well, that's great that you're feeling a tiny bit better, but you, why are you still in bed most days? You know, why aren't you doing X, Y, Z thing that the neighbor guy does or whatever? Um, when's it going to get better faster? That kind of stuff. And he feels that, of course. He feels that as, as like, God, I can't catch a break. I have a little levity around this, a little fluidity around this. But now their opinions come in and crush me down. And it's so relatable, isn't it? I mean, whether it's depression and energy or anything, anything. I mean, how often, oh my gosh, I feel like I felt this so many times in my life where where it's like, wow, things look different. But then I could look at like a family member, for example, who's known me forever and, and I could see, I could see in how they talk to me and how they treat me that they don't see my change. And they're still seeing me as the, as the old, anxious, small-minded me or whatever. Uh, and then and then now my mind grabs onto that. And it's like, oh, well then, okay. Well, let's just throw in the towel. Like, what good is that? Like, how am I going to get them to see me differently? Or, you know, just in general, we, I mean, all the time we get the question, especially when people new are new to this conversation. Oh, I get it. I get it. But can you talk to my husband or my wife or my partner or my mom or my sister or whatever and and have them understand this because they need to understand it so that I can fully reap the benefits which is which is, just doesn't work that way obviously for practical reasons it won't work that way but for really bigger deeper reasons which is exactly what this episode is about so when it looks like they have to get it they have to get it. They have to see it. They have to see my change so that I can be okay, so that I can fully appreciate and and not be boxed in by their opinions. Obviously, as we as we look at it now, not obviously when we're out in our life, but obviously as we look at it now, that's just a thought too. I mean, 
everything is. <laughs> it can't be any different. That is, and I'm just going to use this language, even though I don't uh, believe in it. I mean, I believe in it, but that's a, we'll get there. That's our thought. It's not really our thought because there is no ownership of thought, but that is a thought arising here that says, oh my gosh, I have changed so much. I am so different. I am so much better. And they don't see it. They they have issues. Like they can't see around it. They're small-minded. They're not expansive. And as long as they're not as expansive as I am, I have to suffer by that. My thought, my thought, my thought, my thought, my thought has nothing to do with them. Absolutely nothing to do with them. That is, and again, I'm kind of putting this language in brackets, but that is my mind, my thoughts generated over here in me believing them and living in that reality of my own thinking. So that's kind of part one of this. And I think I think we see this all the time. I think it's, I mean, it's just so incredibly uh, common and relatable, you know, anytime that we say that someone triggers us, oh, I can't be around that person. They, they get on my nerves or they trigger me or whatever. Of course, it's not them. I mean, they're, they're just them. Somebody else loves them. Someone else in the world thinks they're the best. We don't. It has nothing to do with them. That's because we don't like the thinking that arises around them. And that thinking arises here in us, so to speak, and is projected onto them. And that's all thought too. So the whole projection thing, you know, that there's a them and they can trigger us and they say and do these things that we don't like or we don't agree with or whatever. Thought, thought, thought. Thought over here arising, painting this elaborate picture of a them that's thinking it, that feels that way, that means something about us. It is so amazing. It is such a, it is such a, a quick, thorough, incredible creation that happens where thought creates a them. And, and I, I don't mean this in a fully like holographic thing, you know, like, like there's no body there, whatever, whatever. But a hundred percent doesn't matter. It truly doesn't matter whether they're real or whether we can walk over and stick our hand through them. It doesn't matter because a hundred percent of the experience that we're having of them and their opinions and what it all means about us and how they trigger us is experience arising over here in us, so to speak. And in our everyday uh, walking around on earth, talking with people kind of life, it's not going to look that way. And it's not meant to. It's not meant to. Again, this is an incredible illusion, incredible illusion. It's not It's not necessarily meant to look any other way than how it looks. So, I mean, how could anything be meant to be other than what it is? It just is what it is. But such an incredible illusion. So look at those times. Like this is the thing that helps this just be super clear or as clear as it can be for me is look at those times when someone says something and it can be super judgy. It can be really personal or feel really personal, like it's all about you. And there are times when it just doesn't phase us. And then there are other times when someone says something and it just crushes us. 
how can that be anything other than our own experience at play? So, so if, if there's a certain thing about you, you know, it's whatever our insecurities are, it's really simple. I mean, whatever you're most insecure about, if someone were to comment on, on that thing to you, you're going to feel it and it's going to totally feel like it's their opinion and like it matters. Like you go around your family and they say, oh, like how long you been out of work, Joe? You know, if Joe, if Joe's like, oh, uh, six months, I'm just waiting for a job in management. <laughs> like, uh, like big deal, right? Could be absolutely nothing. If Joe's super insecure about his earning potential and his career life and Someone says, oh, how long you been out of work, Joe? Oh my gosh, look out. I mean, completely different. And it has nothing to do with anything, but the way that 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 experience and that thought shows up in Joe. That's it. And, And it's just so... It's so obvious as we look at it, you know? But but it's so funny. It's one of those things where it, it can only... It, it's clear that it can only ever be this way. How in the world could we feel someone else's opinions? And we have so many examples of this where things would just, just roll right off our back and then other things are, are just crushing and everything in between. And it, it's so clear that it is this way that we're talking about it. And yet we, you take your your AirPods out of your ears and you quit listening to this and you go out in life and it's going to totally look like it's them and their opinions that are doing this to us. So the crazy thing though about this is that like if we if we look at this even like a little little bit deeper let's go back to my friend for a minute he he, he couldn't even hear or feel or be impacted by his family's opinions about his depression and what he should be doing in an average day, if that wasn't somewhere in his consciousness, if, and, and ugh, I don't like all these words, because again, it's not his consciousness and it's not about him at all. It's just what's showing up. But if that wasn't active over there in him, if it wasn't showing up for him, it, it couldn't show up for him. It just, it could not be an issue. Just like with Joe, right? If Joe has absolutely no thinking about about being out of work for six months, it's the same question as like, how's the weather? I mean, it's just nothing. It's nothing. He might not even hear the question. <laughs> and if he has the least little bit of insecurity around it, it will not only be something that he fully hears, but he'll hear it and replay it and his mind will talk about it for days afterward with a ton of meaning. It's only, we only hear and feel the stuff that is active within us. That's it. It has to be in our consciousness. Like the, and I think that's, I like that way of thinking, like active in our consciousness. I don't like the our consciousness part because I know that we hear that and then instantly minds will start saying, oh God, what's wrong with my consciousness? Why does all the, why do all of these uh, negative opinions of me have to be active in my consciousness? What kind of problems do I have? And that's exactly what I don't mean. <laughs> that's, that's not at all what's being said here. But it is really interesting that we have times in our lives or times in our day or whatever that, that 
or moods, you know, where our consciousness feels like it's in a different place. And from there, no one can do anything right. And of course, they aren't doing anything. (laughs) No one can do anything right because in our mind, if that person over there opens their mouth to say anything, instantly thought arises in us and is thrown onto them and projected onto them. And, and now, you know, they have opinions and they matter and we're a victim to everything. Nothing to do with anything but the way the thoughts are rising over here. That's it. And vice versa. There are times and days and moments when you can say anything in the world and nothing is going to touch this because we're just not, we're just not identified with thought. It's just going to roll right off our backs. You know, I always remember, and I'm sure I've said it many times. I know I have on, on calls and stuff. Um, years ago, hearing Wayne Dyer's example of what he told one of his kids, I think, when they were, someone at school called them a name. And he said, and this might not even be his, he might have been taking this from someone else, but he said to them, you know, oh, they called you, they, they said you were bad at sports or whatever, and that really affected you. Well, what if they called you a maple tree? Would that affect you? <laughs> and obviously, it's like, uh, no, if you call me a tree, I'm going to call you crazy. So it's uh, kind of extreme, but it's a perfect example. It, like it's nowhere in our consciousness that we're a maple tree or that if someone calls us that, it's a bad thing. It's so outside of 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 the habitual thinking that's showing up about me, 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 that it's just going to have absolutely no impact. And And that's extreme. But again, there are so many things like that where it's like just not, you know, it depends where it's coming from or what's being said or whatever, how our mind frames all that. There's so much that can be that that we can be aware of that can even have that me story. It's an opinion about me baked into it. And it just does absolutely nothing. So again, I know it's uh, we we it's so obvious when we look at it and talk about it in this way. Uh, but so easy to kind of fall in that illusion of it when we're when we're out in the world. So here's the thing: if we if we take all of this, me, my, yours, theirs, them, kind of out of it for a second, because that's all the it's all a projection. All of that is thought. All of it that there is a me and I'm feeling low energy and kind of depressed. That's, that is a fully real experience. Absolutely no question that is painted by thought. So it is, it is fundamentally creative and subjective and all of that. Same with them and their opinions and all of that. The whole thing is this, this constant creation. So if, but if we take all that separation and ownership and just set that to the side for a minute, what we're left with is a much clearer picture. We're left with feeling what's here. We're left with living in the experience of what's arising, including it looking like it's them that thinks this thing that now is going to affect us. You know, back to my friend, like, I'm a, I'm a lot better with it, but my family's not better with it. Therefore, I can't fully be happy yet. All of that is just this giant thought arising within him, tossed onto his family with a bunch of backstory that makes it complex and varied and a lot more 
dimensional, multidimensional. And that's just what a mind does. That's exactly how a mind would give that story. And that's fine. And it's not going to end. But, but again, if we take all the dimensions out of it and we see, no, here's a guy who has some thinking about being low energy and his mind will, will take that and try to make it multidimensional and give it to this person. Now this person said it. Now they said it. Now it affects me in this way. All of that is just uh, like detail. All of that is like a mind just making this illusion richer and richer and have all the nuance that any good story would have. But that's all it is. In the, at the end of the day, it is still just thought arising. It is still feeling arising. Keep stripping it down. At the end of the day, it's just energy arising. At the end of the day, it's just, okay, here's, here's what is. Here's what's being felt. It, and again, I'm not suggesting we, that there's something to do there, that this is how we're supposed to live our lives or anything like that, of course. But, but let's just look at it for what it is. Thought, thought showing up with a big projection story around it. And there's something so cool in just exploring that and just being on to the idea that, okay, I literally couldn't feel anything you say about me unless it's active here. And please, again, not to, there's no blame in this. Like, it's so, it's so misguided innocently. Don't blame yourself for this now either, but it's so innocently misguided that we would blame ourselves for feeling that the world's against us. Like if you hear me saying, oh, well, that's just a projection, you know, that's like, oh, and then you're thinking, oh gosh, I have all this stuff active in me. Like it is, it's so not about you. It's just what a mind does. It's just what a mind does. So, and it's what it's supposed to do. (laughs) So there's literally, we literally can't find a problem in this. But it's interesting to be able to look at it this way and say, okay, everything that is felt is simply what's arising and being felt over here. That way, again, we're taking them out of it. We're taking us out of it. We're taking their opinions and our opinions. And we kind of see, well, really, you know what? At the end of the day, it's all my opinion. And it's not even my opinion. We keep stripping it down. It's not mine. It's not opinion, (laughs) implying that that it's truly how you feel about something. It's just what's showing up. And even if it's like while you're listening to this or for like a split second, you know, in our day that we start to kind of see that side of things, it does so much. It's just so fascinating. It does so much. Like, oh, look at this story I'm in. Look at this massive hologram-like story I'm in where they are so real over there. And their opinions are so crushing over there. And I know that has to be coming from here. I know that all of this there and here is thought. It's made up. That's what I'm talking about. And that's it. That's it. And then we go off in our day and someone gives us a dirty look and we feel it. Wonderful. But if there's like a second or two when we are sort of on to the story of this, on to the illusory nature of this, it's just, it's expansive is what it is. Exactly like I was saying in the beginning of this conversation, like it's just expansive. It doesn't make you inhuman. It doesn't take anything away. It doesn't make all the people in your life disappear because you realize they're just projections, but it expands what we can experience. And I think that's really awesome. 
The Little School of Big Change is five years old this summer. The very first Little School of Big Change class was in June of 2017. So much change has happened in five years. People from 55 countries have gone through the school. Over 700 people have been part of our graduate community, many of them staying for the past five years. The Little Book of Big Change, Just a Thought and Being Human have been translated into five languages. A lot of fives. So there are two ways that you can celebrate the five-year anniversary with us this summer. One, you're invited to a free class on Tuesday, August 2nd about how to break a habit in the Little School of Big Change, No Willpower Way. You'll see how so many Little School of Big Change students have found freedom from habits and anxiety over the past five years. And two, if you haven't been through the school, you can begin going through the lessons right now absolutely free. These are excellent introductions to the Little School of Big Change and what it does for people, for those of you who have not been part of the No Willpower Movement yet. Simply head over to dramyjohnson.com slash five years to register for the free class and to start going through the school curriculum today.